A word for today, Lions Down's daily podcast to help you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. Nothing could matter more. This isn't to replace your personal Bible reading and prayer, but rather encourage and help you in it. Welcome back to A Word for Today. We are looking at the last chapter of Joshua 24, at Joshua's last recorded words to his people. And we see they contain a somber message in advocating the crowning message of discipleship, that of receiving the word of God and rejecting the way of the world, that of choosing between God and the world. We are looking at the greatest enemy of God's people. And we are seeing it is foreign gods, which is actually simply describing the way of the world, the gods of those who live outside the authority of God, the way that non-Christians live in the world, which is pursuing creation whilst rejecting the creator. That whole value system, that whole way of life that lives a life that ignores God. That is what is being referred to here. And we saw yesterday, it is the unchanging threat to God's people. It's what accounted for the fall, and it has always been the problem of God's people, and will remain so. And we're going to see today, that is to say, uh, Thursday the 3rd of December, how uh, that, uh, those foreign gods are indeed the root of all evil. So let me now read to you Joshua 24, verses 19 to 23. But Joshua said to the people, You are not able to serve the Lord, for he is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your transgressions or your sins. If you forsake the Lord and serve foreign gods, there's our topic, foreign gods, then he will turn and do you harm and consume you after having done you good. And the people said to Joshua, No, but we will serve the Lord. Then Joshua said to the people, You are witnesses against yourselves, that you have chosen the Lord to serve him. And they said, We are witnesses. He said, Then put away the foreign gods that are among you, and incline your heart to the Lord, the God of Israel. As well as constituting the unchanging threat to God's people, which we saw yesterday, we have now to say, that these gods are the root of all evil. Foreign gods, you know, the way of the world, is everywhere. Indeed, there is nowhere outside Christianity and the Christian church and the kingdom of God in this world where they are not. We live in a creation that has rejected its creator. And that means that every expression of life in that environment is, we might say, an expression of idolatry, an expression of living for the creation whilst independent of the rule of the creator. And so for the Christian believer to live in that hostile environment is a bit like uh, being held underwater, being held in an environment where one cannot survive, where you need a breathing tube to remain alive. And I guess if I was to follow that analogy through, we would say that that breathing true was the connection to the Word of God. That is our lifeline. That's why the message of 23, of chapter 23, is reject the way of the world and receive the Word of God. That's why Christians are called to holiness. That is to say, separation from the world. That doesn't mean withdrawing into monasteries and nunneries. Of course it doesn't mean that. It means 
living our lives in this world without adopting the values of the world, but rather living to reach and witness to that world through our commitment to the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that is why the great message of discipleship we saw last week is to choose. And this is why we're being shown now how utterly corrupting idolatry, foreign gods, the way of the world, how utterly corrupting they are. The Bible has a lot to say about idolatry, and we mustn't just think it's referring to primitive cultures that make statues and worship them, although, of course, it does include that. It does embrace everything that seeks to stand apart from the authority of God whilst pursuing the things of this creation. And they can look like good things and even noble things to the world around us. But if they are pursued apart from a recognition that God is the creator of all, he has the first call on our love and on our commitment, then they are just expressions of idolatry. Psalm 115 verse 8 says this, Those who make them, it's referring to those who make idols, that's what the precede, that's literal idols, statuettes and things like that, um, goes on to say, those who make them become like them. What it's saying is that there is something vastly corrupting in embracing idolatry, embracing the way of the world. Just as those idols are blind, senseless, immobilized, and useless, those who embrace them, those who follow after them, those who are seduced by them, become blind, senseless, immobilized, and useless. But there's more. The prophet Jeremiah, God spoke through the prophet Jeremiah in Jeremiah 2 verse 5, saying this, They went far from me, this is God speaking, and went after worthlessness and became worthless. You see, those who go after worthlessness, they aren't just wasting their time. They are rendering themselves worthless in the eyes of God. So although idols have no power in any real sense, they do have the power to corrupt and render worthless. And that's why they are to be shunned. That's why the way of the world is not to be embraced by Christians. Hosea chapter 9 verse 10 says this. It's describing what the Israelites did when they first started to follow Baal. They came to Baal Peor, this is recounted in the book of Numbers, and consecrated themselves to the thing of shame and became detestable like the thing they loved. You see, not only do they become dumb and useless, not only do they become worthless, but they actually become detestable to God. They become shameless, shameful in God's eyes because idols are an abomination to God. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 26 says this, You shall not bring an abominable thing into your house and become devoted to destruction like it. You shall utterly detest and abhor it, for it is devoted to destruction. You see it saying, if you go after these things, yes, they are completely useless and blind and dumb and worthless, but you will be made those same things by going after it and... Just as they are devoted to destruction, you are on that road also to being devoted to destruction. God loathes idolatry. You know there are X-rated chapters in the Bible. 
there are chapters in the Bible that you really, uh, I don't think, could read out loud. There's one or two of them in the book of uh, Ezekiel, where God's disgust at his people's involvement in idolatry is pictured as the most disgusting and shameless adultery. Idolatry, you know, is Satan's total means of working. It lies at the root of all sin. Going after the creation whilst rejecting the creator is the root of all sin. It lies at the heart of our fallen nature where it has a place. And the worst truth of all is that we cannot break away from it in our own strength. Fear not, there is wonderful news at the end of this passage. But tune in again to A Word for Today tomorrow to see where we start to move towards the solution. Loving Heavenly Father, please help us to see idolatry for what it is. It's not harmless. It's not powerless. It is utterly corrupting. And we pray that you would deliver your people from it. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. A Word for Today, helping you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. This podcast was brought to you by Lionsdown at lionsdown.org.